Welcome back to the Wilmington Chambers podcast where we have a lot of fun and you almost caught us having some fun before we started here today. But um, at our last podcast, we got to know our board chair, Neil Andrew. And this time we're going to get to know one of the Wilmington Chambers newest employees. Josh Hallingsey is the vice president, small business development, retention and expansion. So he's going to help us grow our small businesses in the community. Welcome, Josh. Thanks. Thanks for having me. That's the idea. And, uh, we're, we're really optimistic about what we're going to be able to do over the next year. So it's, it's exciting to be here. So tell me, what what is it that you're excited about? So, well, on a personal note, I'm, I'm new to Wilmington. Uh, so I, in the last episode, we heard from Neil, and he's been uh, from Wilmington all his life. And so it's nice being in a new area. I'm originally from the, the western part of the state. Um, so being in a new topography, there's just so much good stuff going on in Wilmington. Uh, there's some really dynamic industries that are growing that we really have the opportunity to, to be a part of right now. Uh, to, to better the future. So, you know, those are some, some things I'm really interested in being part of. Cool. Yep. Very I'm excited cool. to have you on our team. I'm excited about having yeah. the addition in our community. So, so beyond being excited to be in Wilmington, how did you get into economic development? Tell me a little bit more about that. So I was in school uh, and didn't really know what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to do city management at yeah. one point in time. And um, I had a professor that was an economic developer for Ash County. Mm-hmm. And she pulled me aside after a, a really lengthy budget class and said, you might want to consider economic development. And I think she was telling me that I wouldn't be good at budgeting. <laughs> so I, she connected me with uh, the economic development um, developer for the city of Asheville, had a, had a great internship with him in the summer, which kind of goes to this whole workforce and talent pipeline of you know, really mentoring the next generation, how important that is to getting people excited about what you do um, and plugged in with, with the, uh, you know, the organizations that, that really need folks. And economic development was it. I loved it. I got my first job, real job, not an internship that, you know, that paid money. Um, in Henderson County, which is a, a, a suburb of, of Asheville, Buncombe County. It's almost like Pender County mm-hmm. uh, or Brunswick County of, of the western part of the state. Uh, really enjoyed it. Did mostly industrial, uh, traditional industrial development. Um, worked on some really cool projects that I had no idea what to expect as my first job. And, and the first, I thought, was just so fascinating because you never get to see the behind the scenes. Mm. It was a, uh, we were certifying a new industrial park um, outside of the Asheville Regional Airport. And it was about 100, I'm going to get it wrong, actually, it was about 250 acheres. Um, and the it's owner. I believe there's 250 acres ex- well, flat in It Asheville. wasn't flat. Well, let's just say it that <laughs> way. Um, it, kind of what, uh, what we experienced was mountain flat. So mm-hmm. it's probably similar to, to coastal flat, right? <laughs> so you couldn't really develop a lot of it. You want to right. really respect uh, the integrity of the ground and, and nature around it, uh, which kind of gets back to the owner of the property. It had been in his family for generations, uh, multiple generations, um, dating back past World War II and, and even probably before that. But he was very mindful of what, how he wanted to develop the property he wanted to go for job creation and something that would you know, be a lasting legacy for, for his family. Um, and he had the idea of having uh, a lead certified uh, industrial park in the western part of the state, wow. which at the time, and still now, I don't know if there's really such a thing. There's a handful around the country. Um, uh, but that was the idea. 
Um, and we wor worked with him as the economic development agency to, to put it through the state's uh, certified site program. We had an, an amazing um, economic developer leading the organization I got to learn from. Um, really worked over the course of several years. I mean, really, it was probably two or three years and landed our, our first client, and it just happened to be uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, who, from a corporate perspective, absolutely embraced um, the, the green and the, and the lead certification uh, idea behind what this family was trying to achieve. So, um, you know, it kind of goes back to, you know, really having an impact, a positive mm -hmm. impact to the, to the community that you're working, trying to work over the long term to realize tangible goals and, you know, really set the, the, the tone for that park. They've landed, it's an, I haven't been there since they landed another one, but they landed a, another very large automotive project there. Uh, again, built a facility to, I believe it was silver standard, so pretty pretty lofty goals for, for that industry. And so it's, it's fun to look back, but it's also, you look at how important advocacy is um, to you know, what the chambers generally work on, what economic developers, what our partners at Wilmington Business Development work on a daily basis that, you know, they're, they're in the weeds and looking at all kinds of stuff, but it's that long game and, and trying to be impactful for the community at large. Cool. So Josh, most of your jobs have been for economic development organizations versus a chamber of commerce. So what have you learned since November when you joined the chamber team? Yeah, so that's, that's the exciting thing. I've always been on the economic development side, and in our circles, there's, they, there's there are a lot of economic development organizations that don't necessarily work with chambers, or there's, there's some uh, tension. And what I've, what I've learned uh, being on the chamber side recently is how important advocacy is and how uh, willing this chamber is to take positions on things and that's that's I think it is unique in chambers honestly um, I think it's important um, I think that shows how this chamber is different and that there's uh, it's more than um, convening and networking there's there's real outcomes that that the organization is trying to work towards um, and I think that that's that's just a, a signal of how mission driven this organization is and that's why I'm excited to be a part of it what have you been surprised about as on the teams, come on, there's got to be something, a, a task you've had to do because you're one of a team or. Um, well, you know, my first, in my first week, you guys threw me an oyster roast, right? <laughs> so did. that, that was awfully nice and welcoming. We liked it um, that was a surprise. <laughs> and um, we had 300 of your closest friends that, show up. That's right. The new yeah, closest yeah. friends. So, you know, I got the, being on the other side of the state, I'm, I wasn't really accustomed to, to, to oyster roast. So that was a lot of fun. I certainly enjoyed it. So it was a, a great time. Um, you know, on the team, um, trying to think of anything that, that's out of the ordinary. Um, I, I can't think of anything except for how many meetings you <laughs> all have. It's, it's, if, if, if you're a member of the chamber and you are, you're sitting around idle and you just don't know how to plug in with this organization, I promise you there's, there's probably not an evening or a night that you couldn't find something to do with the chamber. That's true. That's, That's true. Pretty, and if you're not a member, you can call 910-762-2611, and anybody at the chamber can help you plug into all of those yeah. fantastic opportunities. Yeah, we just did our annual meeting last week, and we found out we're doing just under 100 events a year between 
committees, council meetings, networking opportunities. So if you're looking to meet people, um, come come spend some time with us, right? So so cool. What about in the early days working at the chamber where we found out that U.S. Highway was about to be closed? Mm, yeah. Your yeah. involvement yeah. with the community on that. Give us, tell yeah, us what's yeah, that, that. That was a that was kind of a fun one, a unique one. So uh, I think it was my... I don't know, first month on the job, I can remember it, it all runs together yeah, at this point. Yeah, it does. It's 100 but, months. Uh, <laughs> we were notified kind of last minute from mm-hmm. one of our chamber members mm-hmm. um, that they had received uh, a notice from the railroad um, that they, they had to do some uh, critical mission-sensitive uh, repairs to their, their line to keep rail moving in our region, uh, but that was going to require closing down a major highway in our community and particularly impacting some some local manufacturing and industrial businesses so uh, you know taking that personally uh, and I think the the chamber being proactive um, assigned me the the duty of of calling a lot of those businesses on on that particular stretch of highway but he quickly (laughs) said this needs to be a part of our plan is to reach out to every business along the corridor it's a great idea yeah so we we reached out um in really trying to provide some advance notice because you know railroads aren't necessarily the the best communicators uh, with with businesses and that's nothing against the railroad but they've got large projects to tackle um and uh, kind of slips through the cracks sometimes so that's where a chamber of commerce can really uh be a unifier and, and try to try to communicate with folks um and then on the advocacy side you know working with you natalie on really trying to figure out is there a potential to try to keep the road open um and that was that that kind of going back to that advocacy side and and how um how forward thinking and progressive this chamber is in taking positions and really trying to work the problem and seeing how we might be able to reduce a seven day closure down to potentially two or three um and and neil knows it as a small business owner times money and if you can if you can avoid a um, a closure or impacting your truck traffic coming in and out or your employees having to reroute a 30-minute detour um that that goes a long way so we had a lot of good partners on that, too. My, uh, State Senator Michael Lee, uh, NCDOT board member from our region, Landon Zimmer, um, obviously Neil and others uh, in our chamber board membership helped to reach out. And it was a, almost it was an awareness thing, right? The, the, the railroad company was going about their business. Mm-hmm. They weren't thinking about everybody else's business. And so we really just had to make them aware. And it's just a lesson in don't just sit back and complain. See what you can do about it. And we did. It was announced as a five-day closure. And when, by the time we were finished, it was just over two days. So um, three work days we won back on behalf of those businesses. It was a true true win. So, so Josh, tell us something about you um, that maybe you know, your personal life that people might have an interest in learning about. Um, I know you brought a family with you. We did. Um, and that was, that was really the motivating factor. Obviously, the job's really important. We're really excited to be here. But and we looked at Wilmington, and we're just like, there's just something about it. There's history, um, there's there's culture, there's obviously the ocean and the water. Um, you know, so I brought two little kids, a five-year-old and a two-year-old, who were so excited to move to the beach. <laughs> um, and my wife uh, works for the North Carolina Port, so she's she's um, just down the street from the, the Chamber of Commerce. So, um, you know, that's a, that's kind of my my background. 
Um, you know, a little bit about me. I you know, grew up in the mountains, so this is very new to me. But my wife is from New Orleans, or they she calls it New Orleans, <laughs> um, and um, my which is actually where my father's from, New Orleans. So I have uh, I have maybe the ocean or salt water in my blood. Um, so it's it's been kind of a, a fun thing to explore explore that element of our country a little bit. That's great. Speaking of New Orleans, um, you know. Mardi Gras is coming up, and we happen to be hosting an event on Mardi Gras. The Intentional Collisions event will be hosted by End of Days Distillery. So we'll be celebrating our own version of Fat Tuesday here in Wilmington. I like it. Yeah. I like Great it. I'll be there. Credit Union for sponsoring that one with us, and, but also to End of Days for hosting us for that event. March 1st, I think it's from 530 to 730. So look forward to having everybody join us in one of our events. <laughs> one, one, one of our 100 <laughs> events in a year. One of 100. <laughs> Josh, what kind of goals have you set for yourself and how you're going to help grow small business? Something exciting that you want to share with our our viewers? So I I don't know how exciting it is, but I get excited excited about small business. Um, And that's really my my charge with the chamber is small business development, business retention. Maybe some attraction. And attraction. (laughs) And attraction. Um, But one of the, I think, the key things, and it kind of goes back to that, that highway story is, is being a good listener and, and trying to work kind of difficult problems in unique ways. And part of what economic development does is, is, is proactively reach out to small business owners, um, primarily in uh, ways that they haven't been connected with in the past. And so, you know, even if they're not a chamber member, we, we, we need their voice um, heard. Uh, we need to know what they're experiencing in order uh, for our Chamber of Commerce to be effective and advocate for things that improve the local business climate. So, um, you know, the formal way we do that is I, I reach out to business owners. So if, if, you, if you get a random call from, from Josh, uh, please, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, bother you, but I really do just want to have a conversation, get to know what's going on in your business and, and how we can improve the local business climate um, to hopefully help you, but also help your peers in the, in the area. Um, but we're also focusing on some key target markets in Wilmington. Um, and I probably don't have to, this is not news to, to anybody watching this podcast, but there's some really um, exciting uh, sectors that are growing in our, in our country. And Wilmington's at the epicenter of a lot of that for our state, uh, namely uh, the fintech sector with uh, some of our existing companies and some recent announcement, obviously, with uh, Susie and Encino that are doing some really tech-heavy, interesting work. Um, from a coastal historic city, um, but also going into um, sectors that are more traditional. It, it doesn't have to be fancy and, and tech-driven. It can be manufacturing, um, but on a smaller scale. Uh, you know, family-owned is, is, is when you look at the demographic of Wilmington-owned businesses, there's just a ton of sole proprietor or LLC companies that are small footprint in terms of employment, but doing global work. You know, mm-hmm. So they're, they're reaching not just Wilmington customers, but they're, they're all over the state and all over the world. Awesome. Josh, thank you. And thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Wilmington Chambers podcast. We are your advocate. You heard that. Um, Josh is all about helping small businesses. We're all about advocating. If you get a call from Josh, take it. He's not selling you. He wants to help you. If you need help, if you're a small business owner, call the chamber and ask to speak to Josh or go to our website and send Josh an email. But again, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again next time on the Wilmington Chamber Podcast. Thank you.
Thanks for having me. Thank you.